so it's Jared Leto doing what Jared Leto likes to do, the 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 human chameleon that he is. Yes, right. The greasy chameleon. Got bald cap, <laughs> greasy thin comb over, bulldog cheeks, wispy mustache, great paunch, but tucked inside of, of members only. Sure, I love it. I can picture it all. And he's just like, I don't, I don't. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Jerk practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Case. I'm Hans. Wanted to keep it nice, tight, sharp. Oh, start it like we're professionals. I feel professional. This is my first rodeo. No way. No way. Well, I mean, yeah. I've never done a rodeo, but. Yeah, you ever rodeoed? You know but, me. Mutton busted? Old rodeo deo deo <laughs> over here. I've been to a rodeo. I wish I knew now what I knew when I was younger. Is that how it goes? Because yeah. I was like, I don't know, fucking rodeo, fucking hicks. And now that I'm older, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and drop, ju- like, it's the coolest thing ever. I mean, I've known that for a long time, but I just wish I could have gotten my head out of my right. own ass and out of my own way Give it a chance. to think like, that other things are cool other than oh you want to write a bull magazines. Yeah. how about you start a fucking indie rock band <laughs> right you fucking idiot oh god and it's like no i actually have a very specific talent that i've cultivated over yeah many many years one of the hardest talents which also kind of comes with most likely the job i have which is uh, raising animals right which is feeding a lot of people one of the hardest jobs ever uh, it's a few years out, like it's probably like five or six years old, but Netflix had a really cool one of their sort of like process documentary series, mm-hmm. and it was about, it followed all of these different rodeo per people. Rodeo like at, at rodeo, like cow, cowboys, why can't oh, I yeah. why, just, just shoot right for the fucking title that they've had since 1800s it's a cowboy bull riders yeah so it's all these bull riders at different points in their career like really young up-and-coming bull rider you know and it'll follow them for an episode and it kind of follows through the whole uh rodeo season yeah you follow like a, a guy that you know has been in it for a while uh it's amazing it's fucking fascinating oh for sure because I- it's sort of like tapered off you know, like we're from South Dakota, so like farming and that is a part of the DNA of the place. But right, no one really does that there in South we don't Dakota. Have, like we don't like our half of the state is all green farmland. There's not a lot of like idle. You never animals. been to the soy races? Oh yeah, the, the mutton. Yeah, right. <laughs> when you strap a kid to the back of a sheep. <laughs> Well, mutton busting's good, but what what kind of ag? I feel like they have agriculture competitions. Like South Dakota State SDSU, where yeah. we're from, has one of the best agricultural schools in programs, the country. Yeah, programs. Four H. Four H. I mean, we. I go to the state fair in Columbus, and it is still like obviously there's crooked, pinky rides <laughs> right. held together by sure. twist ties and gum. But ninety percent of it is the actual animal husbandry, yeah, of, of raising a healthy creature. 
Did you know that dairy cows need to be continually pregnant to produce milk? I didn't know that, but that makes absolute sense. It's a Meg pointed that out to me and my buddy Pete, who who are Pete, you know Pete Mustang Pete, who oh, was visiting yeah. over the weekend, and I was like, well, if I had my own dairy cow, because I don't, you know, I don't drink milk. Yeah, I was like, I'd I'd milk the cow and Fuck drink its day. milk because I'd take care of it. And she's like, yeah, but you'd have to, it'd have it's to be constantly. You know, dairy cows need to be always so pregnant, so they're always impregnating these dairy cows. Like artificially. You can't wet nurse a cow. You can't just keep a cow around. I was like, no, don't they give them like steroids or like hormones or stuff? And she's like, no, Stick they. A needle in her they ass. Preg- impregnate. I was like, and of course I looked it up because I don't trust a woman. But um, <laughs> other than provide milk <laughs> and offspring. And yeah, so that's that's true. Uh, uh, yeah. Say? Agricultural. Uh, no, I didn't know that, but you said it, and I went, that makes uh, absolute sense, and also, I'm glad that I drink oat milk. Nothing right. against milk. I eat cheese, but no. they don't even... it's an uncomfortable position to be in. Yeah. Perpetually with child. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, it's fucking man's inhumanity to cow, man. But um, I was going to say, and this is an idea for a movie, you have mm. the... You have the rodeo, right? Our side of the... If you go out west, it, it's more rodeo-centric, Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, because there's more inside the rancher. Dakota. But we're more... Yellowstone territory. Right. We're more... And then Wyoming and Montana and stuff, obviously. From Yellowstone. Um, we're more agricultural, and one of the biggest competitions every year is the ice cream competition at oh, the yeah. School of Agriculture at SDSU. Like, who can create... Either the best the flavor, creamiest, or it might be the creamiest, creamiest texture. dream, <laughs> which is a beautiful idea for a movie, right there. Like it just really these has... intense competition. Who can create the creamiest ice cream? It could be called creamy. It has the patina of Wes Anderson already. Oh, for sure. It's this beautiful pastoral, strange thing, Premise. and yeah. everybody's like. Well, I mean, yeah, everybody loves ice cream, but no one really thinks about it other than like mm, chocolate or Rocky Rodia. You know, like it stops yeah. there. But to go into the like, you can hear the the music as you know Jason Schwartzman's like, I've invented a new cream. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> These algorithms. He's got a fun, funny little mustache Always. or something. Yeah, or trying Fiennes, to create a cow Ray that, Fiennes is yep. is the governor. In like a fat suit, like mm-hmm. very Taft, Taftian. Uh, Governor Millette. But um, yeah. I, was gonna say, I never saw the most recent Wes Anderson film. Did you? Rocket oh, Land or uh, Asteroid City? Asteroid or something? City. No, I haven't. It's I haven't got Hanks. That just shows that I am a tired fucking old man because I love Wes Anderson and I love sure. Tom Hanks, and I'm sure we've had conversations. Where we're like. When's Hank's going to do an Anderson? And then they and finally give it, it to us, and I'm like, <laughs> I did watch, I did step out of my comfort zone. I don't know why this is out. Out of my lazy Forensic Files comfort zone. And watched a great show on Max. Maybe uh-huh. people can come at me with an argument. But I thought it was funny. I didn't give this guy enough credit. But it's called Bookie. 
and it's a comedy on HBO Max produced by Chuck Lore of uh-huh. Two and a Half yeah, Men uh, fame. Yes. Starring Sebastian Maniscalco. He also wrote the theme song to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Who did Chuck Lore? Yeah. <laughs> That was like his first paying gig. Oh, is good for literally so that rich. guy can't not fall into a sack of money. Mm. Well, I can't recommend this show enough. So it's about a bookie, bookie who's con- you know he's the un- he's your. He's I like just Maniscalco. Con- oh, he's great. I've only ever seen him like in a, like a, a, a stand up setting, probably like a thirty minute uh, Comedy Central thing. Sure, like when he started out, like back when they were. Turn it and burn in those twenty-two minute. He's a natural man, and he's just—he's he's a bookie enough. who's just—he's constantly getting beaten down, constantly getting into the. It's basically like a curb your enthusiasm, mm. but he's like a bookie in kind of the underworld. Rob Corddry's in it, like it is. Oh, it's wow. twenty-two okay. minute episodes. They're like popcorn. They are so funny. Chuck Lore brings in the because you're dealing with rapscallion degenerate gamblers, and. Yeah. Who's the greatest rapscallious degenerate gambler of all time? Who you wouldn't think Chuck Lorre would be buddies with anymore. But my man Charlie Sheen has his fingerprints all over this baby. And he is self-aware stellar. So funny. Always trying to pawn off used sports equipment that is like, could be real, (laughs) could be fake. It is so So Sheen good. plays Sheen, yes. Sheen, a version of Sheen. He plays degenerate gambling Sheen who runs a ga- They go find him in a, uh, they're like, we fi- we fi- he owes a bunch of money. They're like, we found Sheen. He's at like a Malibu treatment center. They're like, all right, let's go get him. And he's like, no, they finally find him. He's like, no, guys, I've been clean and sober for six years. They I pay a little extra and they give me a room in the back. I'm running a poker outfit here so he's running <laughs> <laughs> it's really well done i can't recommend it uh, enough there's only I one am, season you know it's like i'm sure like it's charlie sheen man he's yeah. probably the most charming person oh i you agree. could ever meet i agree because you just look at his career until that post two and a half men Embarrassment of riches era. Yeah. yeah. But you're like, he did serious shit that was awesome. Fucking Wall Street. Not so serious Navy SEALs, but that's great cheese. Hot Shots was so good. And then fucking Hot Shots, where he's just he's phenomenal in that. He's phenomenal in Major League. And fucking Major League. Uh, like, so I, yeah, of course, Chuck Lorre was like, the the time and place I can find for you, I'm gonna I'm gonna carve out a spot, right? Because he, he's fun. Like the fact that he can do that part, and it's like, yeah, no, like I I understand people think I'm the world's biggest scumbag, and I'm sorry for eh, calling you uh, a Jew that's trying to run the world. <laughs> yeah, of course. So you could just be like that. Like that's how you just know good, though that Charlie Sheen is like he was like. The interesting thing is that all started. I remember where I was when that hit the hit the front page. Mm-hmm. This whole Tiger Blood thing. He was staying uh, in New York on the Upper East Side, yeah, Upper West Side, and he started. He he like created a disturbance. It was a disturbing the peace in his hotel room because his oh, lady right. of the night. He accused uh-huh. her of stealing his watches, and he has like this crazy 
millions oh, of dollar sure. watch I'm collection. Sure he has one of those like Swiss clock watch boxes yes, you see in like a Chris- yes. a Christopher Nolan movie yes. before like Catwoman breaks in. It's like so he accused, like, that box is a yes, billion dollars. He accused her of stealing and it was like a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar watch. And then because he couldn't hit her or detain her, he got mad and like broke his hotel room. So he didn't hit her. He didn't kidnap her. He was mad because that's a lot of money. To just having one very stealable thing. Right. And you bought a, you, what would you say? An escort? Uh, yes. He got the, he, he bought an a escort crow? and she tried to steal from him. And he got mad. Classic. And then. Tale then, as old as time. And I think he was, I think what really snapped was he's like, I, like. That he was so instantly just demonized. He was like, you want a fucking demon? Do you want a demon? It's time. I've been fucking holding this up. I've been getting so much shit for selling out for two and a half men. It's time to burn it down, baby. Sure, of course. Do you remember when... uh, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you and I have the, uh, the very interesting, unique point of view of that time because i remember it happening and it's no different than any sort of like britney jabbed her head kanye has titanium teeth now you know it's the flavor of the day the the poor celebrity like that you're just put upon and to the point where you can't see the forest through the trees so it is one of those stories but we had the unique position of being of doing comedy in new york right so we're booking shows so the biggest thing no one gave a shit that he had a meltdown and said crazy shit mm-hmm. that's just fucking meat for the fucking tigers i gotta, I gotta yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. be crazy i can write a really bad joke about it but he had the gall to do a stand-up tour oh that's right all of every single person in comedy was like how Fucking dare you, sir! I forgot about that. My art, which you do, you should defend your art. But that was the biggest thing for me. Like he went crazy. He summoned the demon. I forgot all about that. It's like but the Tiger every, Blood tour. Yeah, everybody in so because he did ended up. You know, he did his tour, and yeah. every bro and Brenda from fucking Watertown to fucking he Tuscaloosa must have made a lot of money. Just fucking drop money because they're like, we like you from Hot Shot. Basically, what we implant what we just said into everyone else's mouth. I love fucking Major League. Yeah. I'll pay twenty five bucks and I'll be a part of a history because he's off his rocker. He's a right. drug wanted, addict. And that was the thing. He had like two shows where he was like, he had that bravado because I'm sure he rolls deep with a crew of other famous brothers and cousins. And they're All. like, just do the show, Charlie. Get yeah. out there. Take a pop and get. Right. And of course, you get, you seize up when you hit that stage and you're like, your fucking mind goes blank. Who, Charlie? Like, Charlie Sheen could talk for fucking hours. Yeah, of course. But you hit that fucking wall, first man into the breach moment, and you're like, there's an audience. Let's just fucking, let's just go. Let's, let's just go. And you're like, I didn't have anything. I have nothing. So he ate shit for like two shows. And oh. all the comedians were like, see, see, oh, that's so weak. see, and Who then cares? of course he let it... put together like a 
crummy show and finish the tour and it's over. Yeah. Because he's Charlie Sheen. He was like, all right, uh, Jeff Ross, I, I need you in Cincinnati. Do fucking 35 minutes. I'll come out for 10. Yeah, that's what me. I thought. I thought he, on his tour, he, like, had comedians come out and do his tour. Because why wouldn't you do that fucking I think gig? he I'm ended sure up just great. doing, like, what Vince Vaughn did with the, his, like, uh, speaking of rodeo. Cowboys, yeah. Hee-haw, yee-haw show. Mm. Which was just a bunch of great comedians and then funny, famous people. I remember at the at that time, and I was like, fuck you guys. Like, his his very concerned brother, Emilio, and his father, <laughs> instead of, they're like, we just can't do anything for him. So they went on Good Morning America as, like, yeah. a father-son duo. Like, it's like, this is, that's absurd. Okay, you two are absurd. You have a cell phone. He has a cell phone. Yeah. You call him. You know where he fucking lives. You're his dad. Just give me a call. You don't have to go talk to Soledad O'Brien or I don't know who's on the morning show. And that was my thing. It was like, so you guys are going to throw the lifeline out. Mm -hmm. Please, Charlie, if you're watching. Charlie Sheen is not He's not up watching, watching the Today Good Show. Morning. He's up. 730 in the morning. He just, yeah, he hasn't gone to bed yet. He's watching the filthiest pornography. He's having his last seen. absinthe. Yes. And just yanking on it like it's a shirt sleeve. Like, should <laughs> I say? Uh, time for bed, I think. <laughs> I got nothing. I am spent. Right. Yeah, there's no way. What in the world? That is a weird. That was a. I remember just thinking that was so strange. Amelia. Right. Cause, and it was like one of those things is like, I because everyone has a family dynamic. Sure. So you can't help but like reskin your family dynamic over theirs and you're just like right to be like because i'm like i wonder what christmas was like and i was like those motherfuckers don't hang out on christmas yeah. they're too rich and famous yeah. they're like i'm so rich i don't ever want to see you again sure yeah charles let's see and oh and emilio kept est because uh martin sheen his real last name is estevez it's yes. not a mayor. I always thought it was which always married threw me off. I thought they were yeah. half brothers. They're bros. And it was like Fools. Charlie Sheen or Martin Sheen did a number on me. Martin Sheen forsook. He said his father never forgave him. So Martin Sheen's father never forgave him for dropping the Estevez out mm -hmm. of uh, so he assimilation his purposes. His mother's name. I don't think become, so. I think he just created Sheen. Just, it's like a Max Powers thing, like Sheen. Sheen. It's, it's a, a cool nice name. Sheen. It's a nice Sheen. I got a nice finish. So I, I think mean, he just playing, created Sheen. Yeah. And dropped Estevez, and he says it's his greatest re re regret. He said his father never forgave him. And then Charlie took the Sheen because Charlie gotcha. was like, fuck yeah, I'll, I'll utilize Sheen. Yeah, right. And then Emilio was like, no, <laughs> no, I I'm going to do too much, it Dad. on my own. But at every interview, they're like, Emilio Estevez, real dad, Martin Jean. Because <laughs> right? that's always threw me. I was like, I wonder who Emilio's real dad is. Right. Out yeah. there just, you know, hitting the rails like, you know. He's a real man at work. <laughs> One of my favorites still to this day, because I was like, brothers, together, 
making a movie. What? It's funny what? and it was, weird, but I funny. was so excited about that movie, and I must have I been was too seven. Un- I think it's some you just grow up with brothers, and you're just like, if they can get along, we can get along, and if they can make a, a, a raunchy garbage man themed comedy, then brothers, we can do anything. Maybe it's because, especially where we grew up, the the mo- the biz, the movie industry is so unattainable Mars. and foreign yeah. and distant and uh, incomprehensible that when you're like, but I know what Brothers is. I know. Right? Oh, so Brothers, they're making a movie because they're brothers. So there's something <laughs> I understand. There's something under <laughs> that the surface. Pastoral prairie mindset. Like, you and I would have been better suited to try and break into vaudeville. Oh, for sure. Because that's how our brains work. I was like, well, if I'm going to go a long distance, Mimi must go long distance with brother. <laughs> right. And brothers make money with talent. You know, like, so it's just that, like, how could I ever leave this place right. without literally putting my family in a fucking wagon and taking them with me? Sure. Yeah, it doesn't make any. It, it, I was talking to a friend yesterday. And, and they both were super famous before that movie. Like, oh, that movie sure. wasn't what broke the sheen in yeah. Estevez. I think Comedy far duo. from it. <laughs> they had done like 10 movies before then. Oh, absolutely. Charlie Sheen, I think that was post that was post major league. Post major post league post Bre- young guns. Bre- oh my god, young guns. Yeah. Brothers. Post, like brothers and brothers. Phillips. <laughs> I love that movie. I still love that movie. I haven't seen it so long. It, it, it's... I remember Please, can we, please, can we rent it, please? Because it's like a dream team. That's also yeah, another is. thing that broke the mold. You're like, but he's a star, and he's a star, and together, who's <laughs> getting top billing? Just... Yeah. <laughs> just garbage, I forget. Do they find, like, nuclear secrets in a trash can or some shit? Like, Oh, you mean uh, Men at Work. Men at Work, yeah. Yeah, I forget what the... The score was there exactly. I don't. I can't remember. Do you think tense set? Emilio's uh, pretty straight laced fella. From everything, I mean, I've it was heard. directed by Martin Sheen, so mm-hmm. probably kept it in line. Was it? Really? <laughs> I just made that up. I, w- I wish he was like, I my sons will be in a feature and I'll direct it. It's going to be a broad comedy about a blue collar working boys, just like us Estevezes. They, he does have a brother, Joe Estevez. Who is like a B C movie star? He's the guy you get that if you want Estevez in the name. You ever seen Joe Estevez? Oh. No. He runs Rich he through the Mystery Science Theater oh, annals. Shit. Okay. You get a lot of Joe Estevez features. Is that Grandpa then? No, Pops? it's brother. It's brother Martin, Martin Sheen's brother, Joe Estevez. Joe Estevez. Damn. Yeah. So Uncle Joe. I should look into it. I'm. I'm in. He looks. We need to just like Martin Sheen. But no, he looks like Tim Honks. Like he looks just enough. He looks like Morgan Shims. You know, like he looks just enough <laughs> and just off enough. It's that uncanny valley. It's like, why are your teeth so large and white? Yes, exactly. Like because wh- I paid for it. What happened to your? Like you don't have any elbows. 
<laughs> Stick straight arms. Stick straight arms. It's all ulna and radius. Speaking of, speaking of uh, uh, Uncanny Valley, did you see that Johnny Depp is 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 getting out of the next thing since the whole trial debacle? Mm-hmm. Um, he's directing a movie Ooh. with an artificial with an AI Al Pacino gimmick. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> You're kidding me. No, I just saw it this morning. AI Al Pacino. Why don't you go see a play right. and get two or three or a whole crew of young up-and-comers do something with some fucking juice. You're gonna fucking do Carlito's Way 3 Miami Heat. That w- Like, what the fuck are you... Like, you want artificial Al Pacino? So... I mean, you may you may not know, so I may be asking you questions you do not have answers to. Sure, is I'm, it I like mocap LP, or is it like they're gonna scrape the depths of the internet and film? Oh no, he's involved. So here you go. So it's called Modi. All right. Okay. Uh, Johnny Depp is back in the director's chair, complete with his back? big signature hats. He's he's wearing a um. <laughs> I don't know what you call it, but it's it's like the net hat where if you actually have dreadlocks, it makes sense because it, it oh, holds your, of what you your would hairstyle. See on, yes, if you were to visit Jamaica. But he doesn't have dreadlocks, anyone. so this thing is sagging down to his butt cheeks. Uh, Full of pheasant feathers, by yeah, the way, also. <laughs> You're not kidding, man. He's got like pirate cuffs on. Um, his first time directing since his 1997 feature, The Brave, which I didn't um, Al Pacino plays a supporting role as you son of a bitch as French art collector Maurice Gagnat Gagnet Gagnet Greg Gagne he plays second baseman Greg, Greg Gagne it's about the twins 80s twins the Modi follows the life of Italian artist Emidio Modigliani in a 48-hour whirlwind capturing chaotic series of events through the streets and bars of war-torn Paris during World War One, That setting sounds cool. Uh, on the cool. run from the police. Okay, so... It now sounds you get... very Johnny Deppian. I know yeah. he's a Francophile. He's a man of Paris. So Pacino wanted in, but uh, Depp was like, all right, we gotta... I can't... It literally says, like, I can't say no to Al Pacino. So I had to figure out how to have him in here. So that's why they're just going to de-age him like Indiana Jones. Just make him old. Make him the old constable. That's like, we must catch this Modi. What is it? It's not a constable in in Paris, is it? Uh, Yeah, I don't know what it would be then. The chief. Le chef. Uh, What was I going to say? Speaking of De Niro, I'll try to find it and send it to you. I saw it like weeks ago. It's like this is amazing. It was they did. There's been a lot of like Ferrari movies recently. There was one called like. There's one Ferrari Ferrari. that has Adam Driver, and then there's another one like I think it's called Ferrari. That one, yeah, but that's more about America. Yeah, but okay. Um, but there was a scene, and I think it, it, it. so it's uh, 
Jared Leto mm-hmm. and Al Pacino. I think it's Ferrari, or maybe it's like the one of the, the House of Gucci or some shit. Gotcha. But it's like so it's Jared Leto doing what Jared Leto likes to do, the 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 human chameleon that he is. Yes, right. The greasy chameleon. Got bald cap, <laughs> greasy thin comb over, bulldog cheeks, wispy mustache, great paunch but tucked inside of of members only sure i love it i can picture it all and he's just like i don't i don't i'm I'm sorry i'm sorry so he's doing his (laughs) italian which is close that uh, i'm so sorry i didn't i don't know i'm so sorry and then you have old al pacino yeah doing his best like we i love that reference from that the hitler movie oh yeah his glasses off like the last moment or whatever yeah and he's like you know me sorry. You know me sorry. So it's just Al Pacino and Jared Leto yelling at each oh, other just... in the shittiest Italian accents you've ever heard. It's fucking amazing, especially just cherry picked out of context because you're like, this could be a Mister Show sketch. Just chewing if you the just channel change it over to something else and then come back and they're just like, because Jared Leto's like, I'm a, I, I did Masari. I, I gave him the secrets. And Al Pacino's like, you stupid piece of shit. So it's Al Pacino yelling, which is classic oh, Al Pacino. Yes, of course. That's funny. Oh, so just get him yelling. Give me Al. Long-haired Al Pacino. Like, don't even. Just put him in period cop uniform. Right. Give him right. a billy club. He doesn't fit. I don't Let know him what chase you that could do. To, you couldn't do anything to Al Pacino. He's an art dealer. I can see that, but mm-hmm. I don't know what world. Maybe young, young Godfather because he was in what the army or the navy or something. Godfather came back from yeah, the he war. Yeah, was in the army. In yeah, the yeah. army or came back from basic training. Um, but now I don't care what are you. You can't sell me Al Pacino in any form of military uniform. No, oh, no, he he doesn't cut a a fine figure anymore. No, no. <laughs> oh, because he he's scarfy and belty too, like death. Oh, he's so scarfy and belty. That would be a funny World War One outfit, Johnny Depp, and Johnny Depp's got his what? What's it? Kofi on and. <laughs> His African scarves. It's like, but didn't you just come back from Verdun? Yeah, man. Once you see death, you see the world. He's got a a hangy belt made of hangy ears just off the hip. and Oh, you know Pacino could do just, you don't even have to. I I could do, I could costume. Just give me the, the rack. I'll just give him stuff that fits. He would play a fucking killer weird old puritan oh absolutely absolutely like just like he, yes. he can still have his long hair yes. like don't cut your hair out his don't shave cut, yeah very just, deep uh reservoirish wrinkles and everything like just give him a light powder and just let him scream about fucking witches or that'd fucking, be good the neighboring Native American tribe. Crucible. Like, bring just, it back. With yes, Pacino. exactly. Just yeah. put him in a big wooden chair with a fire roaring behind him. What did I see? I had this weird fantasy. Um, I don't know what it was, but I was like, you know what they need to do? They need, you know who'd play a good Willie Loman? 
because hmm. um, I was, I don't know I don't know what world I mean I was in the tub or something because I don't know where my mind I might as <laughs> well have been soak, in, might as well think. have been in a float tank because I was like they really need to do a good death of a salesman with Jamie Fox oh, he'd be a he... great fucking Willie Loman I couldn't tell you where the thought came from or what I had seen or he just did another action movie I was like damn dude I was like there's so many like He's action doing all those action fucking... comedies I was like casino commercials right i was maybe maybe i saw that like watching football i was like he was like put him back into that like fucking deep immerse pure put him on stage even i've never seen him on stage because he's such a great like i mean a great actor across the board but he's one of those like actors who likes to be like no fucking give me a fucking receding hairline yeah. <laughs> with like curly, you know, like he yeah. could, he would embody that like put upon broken dude. Sure. Cause he's like, cool. Give me a fucking club foot. Give me a fucking eye patch. God, he would be good. That, that, and of course, then you have like your meatus, you have your, mm-hmm. your set character piece. And then you just, Oh, fuck. You you build a pl- crazy pluck some people grade. around them. I mean, it would like, be Biff. If if it's Jamie Foxx and you can like futz with the time, you don't mm-hmm. have to. You could keep it in time in period, but you could really like you could keep it in period, it, but obviously push it it's into different. The six. For... You could make it contemporary if yeah, you wanted. Sure. Which is interesting. Has anybody ever done a contemporary death of a salesman? Ha- Let's stop oh, now. Sh- of right. course, it's been done. Has anybody oh, yeah, done yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. That made sense. Has anybody done a future death of a salesman? Oh, death well, of a sales bot. I feel like we've. <laughs> I feel like we talked about death of a sales bot. I feel like it's been a bit because we've said it. Death of a sales bot. It does sound. Does seem to roll right off the tongue. Death of oh, a sales bot. Oh, but it could bot. be so good. Like think about like that. Fucking that deep a bench future. Bolt. Like thx. 3000 yeah. or whatever that George Lucas movie mm-hmm. like Brave New World like your whole family is just artificial right but even your artificial family is let down by yeah, you I know even... everything's <laughs> augmented and you can't even augment a good setting cuz you can't you don't have enough credits to I, pay for the upgrade to get credits. nice no, wife no way. good son proud so you son get the bums and what kind of bums. animal what kind of animal programs this program to give you bums like you know what i mean like we got programming bums it's harder. still the economy it's still a social structure oh this is our this is our black mirror episode oh it sure is because you got to put more time in at the mill to earn your credits to get not bum son sweet daughter loving wife but if you just want to fucking wallow because imagine if it was required. So, sure. Okay, we're we're gonna transplant ourselves into our new sad Realities. new world. Yeah. Sad new world. Nineteen eighty five. You 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 can't go home and be alone. Right. You have you to have a family. You walk through that or door you and a... your fucking apple shackle yeah. <laughs> activates your <laughs> nagging family yeah. to come alive. Oh. So you then are like fuck i should you know what i'm gonna actually go back to work so i can earn two more credits to buy myself 30 minutes of peace and quiet so you and then so you slowly get enough credit so eventually you have like what like 
a medium you son, a but divorce. you still have a bum wife and bum daughter. I, it's true. You slowly but that's pick the... up. You slowly. Este- that's kind of not different than life. It's like you slowly get it... enough money to give your kid a better education to put yeah. them in a better school to at give your wife of a better someone else chance at looking better with nicer jeans. You know, <laughs> like actual blue jeans. <laughs> Like, blue, my baby needs blue jeans. You help. You get, have enough money to send her to a salon where she's not. She has less money, financial wrinkles, right? Like from oh, stress about her there. bum husband. You could make this. Could be on an iPad tomorrow for sure. I saw a thing. Uh, it was clearly like a piece, like to normalize Mark Zuckerberg, and it was like Mark Zuckerberg and wife go out on a date. Daughter calls them nerds and takes a photo. So it's their daughter. Who I can't talk about anybody's kid, but she she appears to be like six or seven. And she's yeah. in her PJs and she's standing on a chair with a very old iPhone, by the way, like my like an iPhone SE, like what I have. And it shows her That's taking you know, a picture a of her parents. What uh, Zuckerberg's wife is dressed up very nice. Like you can tell it's like a Vera Wang dress. And he's got fucking dirty Nikes jeans a cardigan on plain t-shirt underneath dressed like me dressed dressed exactly like you except for he doesn't have a cool t-shirt on (laughs) he doesn't he's got plain because he's got to go plain clothes but it's her it's a picture of her taking the picture right and it's lit well so it's clearly there's a marketing team on the side those those pas got a tongue lashing if this wasn't you light my kid taking a picture of me correctly or so help me God, I'm going to bury you under my Hawaiian bunker. But I'm telling you, even down to the old iPhone she's using, I'm like, that's there's no reason for her to have this seven year old iPhone that she's taking the picture with. It makes zero sense, except for they're like, we got to know we're going to normalize your family. You've been uh taking a lot of hits. People are thinking you're going to overtake the world. No, just make it look like blow. you just pulled your old phone out of the drawer because your daughter asked for a phone. You're like, I got an old phone. Do you want an old phone? Hey, I hope you like Minesweeper. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not true. Like, that kid is probably a robot. Yeah. Artificial. He's living the Willie Loman, but he's got all the credits. He's got all that money. Yeah. He went A, the cheat code, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, A, B, C, a left, start. Fucking 99 lives, this guy. 30. Uh, I mean, he's the guy who wanted to do meta, the whole, like, no, go to work. He wanted us to do that shit. In a fucking video game. You know how mean you have to be to have the mind and the money to create an augmented reality for everyone and still create an already established social structure? Everybody could have blowjob lives, and you're still like, nope, factory. Nope. Nope. Janitor. Yeah. We don't you don't need anybody to sweep an artificial realm, but you're making fucking people janitors. That's madness. Everybody can suck on coconuts and live in the Bahamas. Have whatever you want. Nope. Watch Netflix while you're in there. Like like that augment like I'm gonna watch TV while I'm in a fake reality, so I'm watching TV on a tiny screen. Look at tiny me watching Stranger Things. No, I still got to fucking build my own house. And you do. I don't know if these people took a bath because remember all those actual banks. I don't know how you even describe it now. Tactile banks 
bought up uh-huh. all that real, like bought up all the real estate in Meta. So they bought yeah. this digital real estate. So when that was actually going to open, you'd have to go on and you'd be like, oh, cool. I can walk around. They're like, well, where are you going to walk around to? You don't own it. So I got to go to my Chase we- ATM in Meta to take out and pay rent. Meta bucks, which is cost two two real dollars on the one fake dollar, by the way. To pay Meta rent to go into your Meta fucking studio apartment. That's what we're describing. Fucking yeah. death it's of a sales bot. It's fucked up. It's so close. It is yeah. so close. I'm putting it up. We're putting it up. Fringe Festival. Yeah, New right. Skinned. Death of a sales bot. I have to look at that actual script. It's been a while since I saw the play and didn't want to shoot my own toe. Didn't want to jump into the augmented reality. Uh, oh, that's what I kept wanting to say. I was telling you. I will say this. I finally did see a piece of, and everybody was kind of up in arms about it, but I thought it looked pretty good. I watched the recent Indiana Jones, Dial of yes, Destiny. I was yeah. telling you about that. Mm-hmm. And the beginning, yeah, yeah. it's not the whole movie, but the beginning, they de-age Indy oh, back yeah. to no. fighting Nazis in World War II. I read about that, and that was they used AI to literally pull... Uh, Harrison Ford's face out of film to match. Yeah. So they basically like cut and pasted witness Harrison Ford face and then this Harrison Ford yeah. face to get it to match his movement, which is crazy. I haven't seen it yet. You can I see think. a little bit where his like skin's just even for that age, like a little too tight. And people were complaining about like having an old man's voice on a young body. I can see where they were. There was something to be said about that with De Niro in um, The Irishman because he had oh, a right. very that old a lot, hunkered right? walk. And you're like, that guy, even when they de-aged him, you're like, what is he supposed he to be, 32? Like but <laughs> Indiana Jones, I'm going to go to bat for it. It gets real cr- And I was like, so I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, so I won't. But let me just say people like, it's so unrealistic where it goes. I'm like, oh, I've I've heard where it goes. So okay, like, all right. I I know I know what you're re- referencing. It is. It, my, we might as well just spoil it because I'm so, curious. You spoil it because I don't want to spoil it for you because you can't spoil it for me. No. So basically, the Dial of Destiny is the MacGuffin time machine, Archimedes. and they go back in time to mm-hmm. ancient Rome. Mm-hmm. And Indy meets Archimedes, mm-hmm. and they have a, a moment together, mm-hmm. uh, as I read. Mm-hmm. And then Indy's like, leave me here to die! Yes, the rubble of the past where I belong! Yes. It is, it is, is that a, so you know that that, the, the fun thing is, so, that's that part. And that's a very, it's exactly like every other chunk, except for, except for, um, what's the outlier? That I always think of. Temple of Doom. Yeah. It's every other chunk. It's at the end where you're just like, I better really fucking suspend my disbelief. Fucking Ark of the Covenant melts these Nazis' faces, right? Indy doesn't do anything. Like, that's... I love that movie with all of my heart. Yeah. But Indiana Jones doesn't have any agency at the end of that fucking movie other than telling her... To close her fucking eyes. That's it. He doesn't save the day. He doesn't shoot the missile at the Ark of the Covenant. No. He doesn't get rid of the evil Nazis. He literally just 
climbs under the rug and goes, we'll wait till this is over. That's a really good point, because the ex- that is exactly in this one, with the time travel. He doesn't have any agency in where the travel happens, how it happens. It's actually... It, it's all the Nazis again. He just goes along for the ride with the Nazis. The Nazis fuck up and are about to destroy everything, including him. And he's just like, uh, kind of gets by, by luck of the trade, by luck of a Spartan's arrow or Greek yeah. or whatever. Um, I was going to say, oh, but it's no, honestly, that's no stranger than an Ark of the Covenant melting somebody's nope. face, then Kali taking out somebody's beating heart, then um uh last crusade what what does he have the holy the grail holy grail he saved his dad do me? that's not fucking any weirder it's supernatural so they yeah. i think the only reason is we all have a slight bias we're like but it's not christian it's not i i don't I, have yeah. quite the attachment I mean, to it i was forced bible i chose not to take roman history right? you know like there's something there so but i did make them and there's so I'm going to recommend that movie. I'm going hard in. I think it was fun. I like everybody He's in fighting it. some fucking bad Nazis Mads Michelson. Yes. Uh, I went back and made a mistake, though. Oh, And yeah. watched Crystal Skull. See, I have not revisited that. And again, like you said, it has that moment of you have to suspend your disbelief. Sure. You have to believe that a, an old man can find artifacts and it, mm-hmm. you can can be entertaining right i just so you rewatched it i did i have not yeah much like the uh star wars episodes one two and three i saw that in the theater with yeah. you yeah out the gate oh, you haven't never gone went back. back to those no i've never watched any of them ever again let me just say those hold up a lot better than kingdom of the crystal skull that yeah. movie is so dog shit from a to z it's not even that it's not that it's again i can suspend disbelief but it's it's so out of the like it's so out of the realm of a historian yeah it's it's it it, it's out of the realm of an archaeologist it's it's it goes into yeah it goes into different for me the one moment like there are a lot of moments where i'm like okay all right I've spent a disproportionate amount of time thinking about a fake human being right. who almost got me to tell my parents, like, I want to be an archaeologist when I grow up. <laughs> yeah, right. And they're like, you're not smart enough. And also, there's no adventure. And also, you're ill-suited for whip work right. and fistfights. You're like Rudy. You're more suited for the coal yeah, mines. I'm the, I'm the fat guy the that tells mill. Indiana Jones, like... Well, here we go. I got a file here. I'm the file guy. Or I'm the guy who pushes the cart and hides the Ark forever from saving humanity. But it's like that moment, like, obviously the movie starts and he hides from the famous atom bomb test in a fucking refrigerator. Yeah. Which is some sort of weird vestigial story fucking nugget that one of the producers that's been attached to it. Through Steven Spielberg, ah, since sure. Indiana a, Jones started, that. that was a bit that was supposed to be in Back to the Future that mm. this fucking dickhead thought up, and everybody was like, no, no, we don't want it. We don't want it, but he keeps showing up every mm. week, and he's famous. 
and he's a good, nice hairdresser type guy. Yeah. Like, he just, so they tack on the fucking fridge, lead fridge atom bomb test. Stupid. Whatever. But it's the scene, Indiana Jones would not have worked for the fucking CIA. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a company man. He bucks the system. There is. They they do drop that line that the CIA and he's got that double agent, triple agent Mac that's with him the whole See, time. See, that's so fucking dumb. Fighting Russia. I get. I love it takes you. I love that. That took me out of it. It's like, he wouldn't be an agent for the government. I don't. He's a free spirit. They were on to something when it's like, I like all the right, Russians. we've done Nazis, Nazis, Nazis. Let's go Cold War. I was like, oh, I get. I dig that. Yeah. Um. But the, it's not just the archaeology. They, it's those like somebody was like, "Are we gonna finally put my thing in there about flesh eating right, ants? Can we finally do it's the, the devouring junk drawer ants?" Movie. It is a it's junk like, drawer movie. Uh, George loved that bit on about Chris the skulls they found. It's been kicking That's around. Cool. Love. Put the skulls in it. Are they alien or were they carved by the Incans? I don't know. It's nice. Just leave it. Leave it on the table. Oh, there's that bit where the the snake rope bit. Oh, Thank you. Put snake rope Thank bit you. in it. That ruined me for big giant the last bugs. Got to put big giant. That snake rope made me so fucking mad. You can't use snake. I, I I'm down for almost. I've been down for almost all of no, it. And yeah. I was like, there's branches all about you, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. You're not gonna go randomly. You've got 25 seconds to stop these people from going under in the sand, and you found a boa constrictor. And right, whipping this boa constrictor, animal. and they're grabbing yeah. it, and it's not ripping this thing from vertebra to vertebra. <laughs> I was making that. I was like, and because I get it, we always want Indy to say snakes. They hate, hate snakes. In fact, there's a part they had to find a new way to do it in oh, Dial of Destiny. Weasel it in, yeah. Okay, it wasn't snakes. Was it Medusa when he was in ancient Rome? It was water snakes, eels. Why did it have to be eels? <laughs> eels yes. <laughs> oh man that's thin that is some thin shit snakes oh no they're eels indeed ah whatever it's a, it looks like a, if it looks like a snake and moves like a snake yeah. then it's a snake oh and then the bugs and then it just goes cuckoo bananas it's with that skull like, but it doesn't the there's one, no redemption to it i thought there's a lot of yeah things about that movie that i find frustrating i listed a few of them Mm -hmm. but the one thing that really fucking stuck with me is they fucking completely changed and they really screwed over karen allen's character Mm, fucking marion ravenwood in that movie is just a fucking dingbat she really is snake rope oh is this the way to drive a car yeah yeah did you not watch Raiders of the Lost Ark? She's, she's a, a badass. badass. Yeah, she's a badass. Oh yeah, and that that that. At least they killed their son in the war I, in this movie. They did. To, which is also a funny nerdy shot across the bow because it's like we're the new team and everyone hated him. He died in Korea. Oh fuck yeah, they did. And you're like, I mean, he could have just fucking been on fucking tour and. You're just not like, mentioning him at all. You could still get the emotional points with him not being dead. I just I just thought it was funny. They're like, no, he's dead. You thought he sucked? Okay. He's dead. Yeah, they yeah, give right? it to him. He didn't suck. That movie sucked. Shia LaBeouf's fine in that movie. 
nothing wrong with it. Nobody could have done anything, anything no. in that movie. And it's not saved by the cool, crazy Nazis that this one is. It does start out, it, it gives you what, like, I can, everybody's butt cheeks were clenching because the movie starts out, you watch it, and not, any of these things aren't taken away. It starts no. with them hunting down the spear, the tip of the spear that Ooh, the spear of Linus. Yes, so that's what you think, and it's the Nazis fighting over this tip of the spear, and you're like, oh. And you you and I both know, like, when you see it, you're like, that's a feint. That's too quick. That's yeah. a feint. And it is, because it's about a time-traveling dial created by Archimedes to come to get somebody <laughs> to come back to win a war for them. Um, but it does start, and you can tell, like, the moment they're vol- they just go, well, that's a fake. But we have this dial, and you could just tell so many people, like, just, no! But Nazis wanted Bible stuff! I want to see Nazis after Bible stuff! Oh, gotta give them that? No, not ancient Greek stuff. Yeah. It's too, it's older than the Bible! I hated history! Yep, yep, yep. Sunday school is where I stop! And they're not totally wrong, but... Which is funny, you said Indiana Jones, before we started, I saw that they're bringing out an Indiana Jones game. They gotta do something. To, to which I was like, ah, oh, you just wasted on the, um... Yeah. I would have squandered most of my life playing that game. Sure. It looks really cool, like, you, you whip the Nazis in, and then you get to punch them out, and oh. you solve jungle puzzles and shit. Yeah, jungle puzzles, man. I think Tony Todd Turok. is the villain. Oh, it's very Turokian. Oh, I love Tony Todd. Was I that a PlayStation 5 situation? Probably. Has that baby well, come down of... under 300 yet? If you can find it. <laughs> I have no <laughs> I have no hopes of getting, like Mark Burchard, I have no hopes of getting any money. I have no hopes of getting so a getting gaming money. system. Uh, yeah, so I saw that. I was like, oh, that's cool. But all I would do is watch DVDs on it, right? That's all I do. I have I don't a fucking time. Ex- an old Xbox. I don't Harvey has a switch that she uses yeah. periodically, and then I will be like, oh, well, I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to get really frustrated at old games and throw it across the room. Yeah. Every once in a while, like, I got to stick to my Nintendo Bowling, which is my favorite, because we have that emulator, and oh, Nintendo yeah, yeah. Bowling is, I've already talked about it on here, it's so, it's the algorithm, it might as well have been Zuckerberg, because you can't get a fucking strike. I don't care who you are, where you are. It'll there's explode, no sweet yeah. spot for... It's like beating no tri- Mike Tyson. There's no, Whose cousin yeah, yeah. got a strike on Nintendo Bowling? Because everybody has a cousin who beat Mike Tyson. You never meet this cousin because he doesn't exist. Because no one ever beat Mike Tyson on Punch-Out. It's, it's fucking impossible. It's all... Uh, what is it? One, two, three, four. It's four, seven splits or something. Every fucking time. And I got good with the curve to get in my spare, but my favorite part is that somebody designing that game, they're like, all right, it looks perfect. Nope, we need one pixel for a butt crack. So everybody has this <laughs> tiny <laughs> butt crack pixel. It's so unsettling because you see them from behind. So oh, of course. for whatever reason, you know, there's just no purpose for it. It's straight across and then just... Just a little, little tight in the pants. Just, just for you. And then I was just thinking, have they ever designed a bowling game from the point of view of the pins? Ooh, that's good. Right, that's a gimmick that 
someone would play once and get really frustrated because you're like, I can't see the fucking pins. You can't, that's wild. Yeah, I suppose you could just have camera angle, right? This one you no, have. You were like from the butt crack. I was like, what if you just did front? Just front of the bowl. Are you see him coming Zuck? at you. <laughs> that yeah. I'm dropping meta. We're going front bowling. <laughs> front, front point of view bowl, pin POV bowling. <laughs> so what does that mean? Uh, you see the bowler, front, like you're I a gave pin. These two crazy old men, a lot of money, and, and we then they spent ran away three hundred billion dollars putting cameras into pins <laughs> all over the country to get the perfect and shots. In, and then when it's hot, it's in the ball, so it oh, makes you real sick yeah. because it's POV from the thumb hole. That would be if if Nixon was still around and had a connection to Zuckerberg. Like, I need a good bowling game. Can I get a sexy? Put a camera game? in the bowl, camera in the pins, camera in the shoes, camera I in think, the ball return, camera. In my I think gloves. we're in a Nixonian era because I was talking with my brother over Christmas, and he and his wife he went to like a baseball coaching conference in mm-hmm. Dallas, and he was talking about this bar he went to. And I was like, that sounds fantastic, but also insane. It's a mini golf themed bowling bar. Okay. Or not bowling, mini golf themed bar. Oh, mini golf. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have like three or four full mini golf courses. Inside. And then between each hole, there's a tiny bar. So you just like play the hole and you're like, whoa, hello. You know, it's great. Hansi, what can I get for it? You know, and I was like, how big what? Like, I was just like, yeah, the mesmerized. space involved. And he was like, then they have uh, like four banks of digital where you just uh, kick the ball at the screen and you're off to the races. Interesting. It's good a concept. So I'm saying, bring it. We're going, Zuck, you want to, we're going to do Nixon's. And he's also, yes, he's also a Nixon 70s theme bowling. <laughs> Nothing but me TV on the TVs. Nothing but Pluto. An herbal haze of cigarette smoke, but ooh, it's eucalyptus. Oh my god, I saw them speaking of me TV. Uh, me TV. That's like a Pluto Tubi thing, right? Yeah, it's on satellite. It's on our satellite digital satellite. Yeah, plays like Leave It to Beaver and all those old, great old black and white shows. Ruby heard somebody. In some ethereal thing, reference Steve Urkel, mm-hmm. and so she was like, "What is Urkel? What is?" I was like, "Oh, honey, what is Urkel? Do you <laughs> want the keys to the kingdom, my dear? <laughs> Let me open up." And of course, I instantly I was like, "Well, we have to do the Urkel." So I went to season two, episode eight, where yeah. Stephen Urkel. There's a rooftop party. And Laura's there with her best friend, and she's concerned because her date and their cohorts have spiked the punch, and they're drinking, and they're having a conversation, and there's concern over drink, and then Laura's like, well, it's not my place to harsh anybody's buzz having a drink. They're hurting themselves, not me. I'm not going to drink. Enter the Irk man. Irkster. Hey, Laura. Goes over to the, the bozos, Waldo, Faldo his buddy <laughs> and is like why are you guys over here not dancing the girls are all are, 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 are over there <laughs> <laughs> and so boom hits the music boom box you know you know do the urkel 
do oh, the Urkel dance. And so we watched oh, do the Urkel. And it instantly took me back to an entire week's <laughs> worth of conversations. Because oh, everybody yeah. saw that Friday night. That was season two, episode eight. Season one, you're warming up to Urkel. Season two, yeah. mid-season two, Urkel is a Ooh. fucking phenomenon. Force of nature. So I was just like, God, I remember talking about this. And you had to be there to see it. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. Friday night. If you didn't, you were out of the conversation. For uh, that and I remember week. the rumbles at certain houses on Friday night. Uh, begrudging dad's like, the show's too Urkel-y now. <laughs> Where's my family yucks? <laughs> So, uh, Dude, and then of course she's like, wow, uh, they came out swinging, man. Yeah. If that's your, like, I mean, cause you and I love the absurdity of it all. So I'm like, is that the first instance of Stefan? He gets drunk and he oh, bubbles no, to the surface. That's like season four or five. <laughs> like fucking the fly body changing science fiction machines. But it hit the algorithm. So Ruby is like, oh, okay. That's Urkel. I was like, yes, they called it. And of course, I feel like a thousand years old because oh, of course I've already gone back to a time where you had to see something or you would not see it again until reruns that summer. Where I'd make you stay at the table. Describe it to me again, Hans. Yes. I could, oh, didn't see God, it. Tell me yes. again, Hans. So I already feel like a thousand. And then Ruby, I was like, that's what they called them nerds, Ruby. And she's like, okay. And then mm-hmm. YouTube hits and she one. sees Thanks, something dude. on there that's like, I want to watch that. I was like, B. Arthur does Urkel dance at award show with <laughs> Jaleel White. And I clicked it on and you could have heard a groan all the way reverberating through Queens. That's so, she I, goes through the television. And I, I was just like, this. what a fucking time we lived in. Because it was just perfectly scripted. Jaleel White comes out. He's got his Urkel glasses in his pocket. And she's like, so they you're they say you're the reason ABC stock went up twelve points. He's like, well maybe it's because of these. He puts on the glasses and says, because I'm here. It's like, oh my god. And then these oh, the yeah. most beautiful nineteen ninety three backup dancers with hammer pants and shirts with big polka dots come in and say, do the Urkel. And then B Arthur's like. Well, I don't know. And he's like, well, try on these. Throws the glasses on her face. And she oh, goes, man. I'm a snorting. And it's just like, oh, my God. That would have. I'm sure I saw it at, at, course, at that age. Yeah. And was just like, glory be. <laughs> like, you forget oh, how big he was. Like, even so B. Arthur. Fucking big. Yeah. Cherished. Hollywood television personality. Icon. She did it all. She had crushers. Yeah. For hits of television shows. And even she had to get a fucking Urkel shine. Like, you had yeah. to get that rub. He's yeah. so hot. You got to warm nice. your hands on that. That's right. I don't what know do what I got to do. Do an Urkel impression? Okay, fine. Whatever. Fuck it. What do you. Who's got. I suppose that shine happens in the same way. Do you get it? You don't. You don't. Because that lasted. That shit lasted for years. Well, I mean, years. it goes back. I mean, it exists in other capacities, like, you know, with the Taylor Swift. Yeah, okay. Co-opting of Fair. football type thing. But this... I don't think so. I don't care. Yeah. I could understand if you're watching your, if your beloved Chiefs, <laughs> half of it is talking about Taylor yeah. Swift. And... Right. 
I mean, but I'd rather that than a fucking your Ozempic cheese. commercial or whatever the fuck. Like, like I I've been having fun watching. I like watching football. Might not, I might not be taken for a, a football fan, but I like watching it, especially when I yeah. got a few fan duel bucks on the line. Oh, nice! Dropping a few chunks of change on the old game skis. I love seeing my account at point three at three cents. Um, let's see. No, what? I work with a bunch of people that are like. I was like, oh, that's why they did this. Oh, it's because fun. like it's fun. half of the people I work with are just like. All right. Oh, I just got the offer. If I bail out of the game now, I get a hundred bucks. Or should I stick it out? And it's just like, do you guys actually follow? They're like, I follow my fucking bottom my line, dude. Yeah. I so I do both. I I love having skittish. a, a dog in the fight, and then I've just been having fun watching football. Like, but I've actually heard that that's a real thing. Like you said, my beloved Chiefs. People use that oh, term. Yeah. And they're like. It's too much. It's like you have it. You have lost it, man. You are. I know when people are grousing priorities. I don't mind seeing a beautiful woman, and but they're called cheerleaders. Come on. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh my god. Uh, what was I gonna say on that? Football? It just gives you a heel for everyone else who's yeah, not right. fucking from Kansas City or anywhere in Missouri or the greater Kansas area. Great, they're the fucking Yankees now. Like, what are you, like, root against them. Yeah. Love, love hating seeing them, which is probably why they keep showing her, because you you get invested again. Ah! I hate them. Speaking and I of, hate her. Speaking of football, Chiefs are playing the Bills this weekend. Did you see, so the Bills game. The Bad game, Boy Bills. The Bad Boy Bills. The Bills game got postponed one day. Oh, yeah. And, because they got crazy snow. Like, it's snowing right here in New York, actually. It's. It was snowing She's here coming all down. morning. Yeah, uh, we we kept Ruby out of school on Tuesday because Martin Luther King Day was Monday, and on Tuesday we kept her out of school to protest. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> on Tuesday we because uh, it had snowed and she'd never seen snow yeah. before, and so we hung out and made snow angels in the the just that one. Oh, just the minuscule period of time before when your hand snow becomes gets close. the grossest thing in the oh, world yeah. and New York City becomes the grayest Gray. slush. You can't even... It's not even a Crayola color. The color no. that slush it's becomes so in New York and then looking. freezes. It looks like caulk or toxic waste. Yes, so it is so gray. wild. Um, so we did that, but then I was like, well, I'm gonna do the, I'm gonna do the right thing. Shovel the walk. Oh, nothing beats the shovel walk the shovel. walk, shovel the fucking. They just they heard that shovel hit the hit the cement, and the old fucking neighbors came out like, "Hey, hey I provide the salt, up. you provide the shove." All of a sudden, I'm shoveling <laughs> the, the fucking salt. neighbors. Classic. I got the salt if you. Just you can use my salt, but ring up mixing bowls. I can't of salt. make it to you through this. Arctic tundra, you might have to shovel your way to the salt. Oh, yeah. So I ended up, classic Midwestern, shoveling the neighbor's walk. Happy to do it. I just was laughing my whole way to the bank. Of course, uh, yeah. Because I was like, 100%, they could smell me a mile away. They're like, wait a minute, this guy doesn't even own the building. He's shoveling out of goodwill. Get him! No, we have that, like, because I've described where we live. We live kind of on the edge of the block, 
next to a bunch of townhouses. So we have a long walk. Yeah. To like three crummy steps to basically the end of the sidewalk. The sidewalk stops in front of our house because the house is next to us. All are on like an acre and there's oh, a I got it. sidewalk. Yeah, I follow. And it's really kind of foresty. So our sidewalk ends right in front of our house. So I have, in the past, I may have to shovel the walk today, but I don't feel bad if I don't because none of the postmen, Amazon men, they don't, they just walk through the yard. They don't even right. use the shoveled walk. Yeah. So unless it's too icy to walk on the actual yard, I just leave it. I now that we're even talking about it, I'm looking outside. It's definitely coming down heavy enough for a uh, for a shovel. Oh, shit. And I don't have yeah, the we... only shoes I have are high tops. Those are my boots. Are just high tops, porous. Porous. How, how thick are the sole? That's oh. your boot. You're like, I need the thicker sole sneaker. That's the thing. I don't have anything to keep my feet dry. I just have shoes that are already ruined. That's my form of boot. I won't yeah. ruin the shoe. I won't. I can't no. ruin the shoes because they're already ruined. It doesn't matter if my toes get amputated. Oh, yeah. That's the same oh. for me. It's my, my mowing shoe is my shoveling shoe. Yes, I got a mowing and a shoveling. And uh, um, what else do you do? You mow, you mm-hmm. shovel. Maybe it's your sawdust shoe. You ever doing it? I mean, they used to be my exercise shoe, which goes <laughs> yes, to show you they always how little are. exercise was they done always in them. Are. They are now. Mm-hmm. My fucking life is an exercise. The... Uh, what I was going to say, where we're getting on the snow, is in Buffalo, they actually put a call up. First of all, the governor put a state of emergency, so you couldn't. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how it butted heads. So you weren't allowed to go out on the roads. But Buffalo, the team, put out an all hands on deck, and people mm-hmm. shoveled out their stadium for them. Stadium, yeah. So I saw that. Yeah, it's crazy. They got twenty hot 20 bucks an hour. And, and some lunch. I saw the lunch and heating stations, <laughs> but they never no mentioned. Way. No fucking way, dude. They never Not mentioned even if I was fucking Thurman tickets. Thomas, who played for the fucking Bills when I shovel out the fucking stadium. Do you think you got a free ticket if you did it? You probably had to be a season ticket holder That's to get I'm in. That's what I'm saying. I think once they you're didn't... done shoveling, they're like, no ticket. They're not letting rummies in who fucking drink at the bar across the street. Right. I love the bills. Can I shovel? They're like, do you, have you ever paid for a ticket? I can't afford it. <laughs> well, you can't afford this either. Go back to your Bud Lights, rummy. <laughs> oh, and then they were all sitting. So they only had enough manpower to shovel the field and they didn't shovel the like seats. So everybody was just sitting in these like I love, icy like, Thrones. Community fucking outreach. The the conglomerate that owns that team are fucking billionaires. Oh yeah. And you can't pay top dollar mm-hmm. to get the get this place clean. They're like, oh, let the fucking dickheads do it. For they free. just they just got that they're building a new stadium, Buffalo. Is, and okay. they're owned by billionaires. They got they the are. biggest state subsidy in sports history. Something like $890 million to build their new stadium. Let's get those Buff- Buffalo Mafia goons on this fucking Chiefs game then. Yeah. So, so the talk about graft on that stadium. Jesus he's $20. He's a billionaire, and we're paying for his stadium. He, You gave me a fucking grilled cheese. 
And a cup of black coffee, thanks. Oh, yeah, you wish, grilled cheese. You know what that meal was. It's whatever was going rotten in the concession stand. A half a pretzel. Yeah, exactly. They do the boxes. It's a it's a bag of Schneiders. <laughs> right. Don't, they I don't see do a Schneiders, any I'm leaving. Bag of Schneiders, bottle of water, like that uh, comes in a, a Bud Budweiser a can. Fucking, a Dannon water. A, yes, a Dannon. Oh, the worst. Nothing but microplastics in that Dan and uh, water. We uh no, so you're speaking of cold, we had just gotten back from yeah. South Dakota because we were there for our Christmas trip. Jeez Louise, Hansi, you forget. Is it really Fucking... that cold? Uh, yeah, you I you you step away from that world like we yeah. were talking about taking your brother with you to the big city so you could make make good. Yeah. Fucking high of negative fifteen. That's wild. Like, like just, I forgot what it feel felt like. You forget what it's like to feel your breath turn into a cold death mask <laughs> on your fucking face. That's so crazy. Because we were, so we drove in and we missed a storm. It was like two days before us or a day before us. So we drove from Ohio. Pretty easy. It was just cold here. Yeah. Indiana, similar. Illinois, Okay. But, like, literally the moment we hit the border of Illinois and Iowa, it was like a fucking Mad Max movie, except it was white. So you were were at a whiteout. Every mile, there was at least two semi-trucks flipped into the ditch for the fucking five hour, five plus hours we were in Iowa. Like, you'd go and you're like, two trucks flipped, one truck flipped, go, go, like... They got fucking destroyed. So were you white knuckling or were you on like black ice or something? Uh, It wasn't. They were able to like plow and ice. So the drive for us was pleasant other than the fucking modern rust belt destruction that we encountered. So then we got to Watertown and we spent time there. And we actually, because like uh, parents have like a nice house, there's space. But when you forget when it's that fucking cold. There's nothing to do. Yeah. Like everything was shut down. We were going to go to the aquatic center to swim, Mm -hmm. but it got shut down. It was supposed to be a swim meet and then it was closed for weather. We were going to go ice skating. And I was like, this is hilarious. It's too cold to go ice skating. Yeah. They're like, close the fucking ice rink. And I was like, ice is in the fucking name, dude. Uh, So we were just like at my parents' house. And Harvey was just getting antsy. Like Mm -hmm. she had her toys and the iPad. And it's just like, I just I gotta go I gotta go so we're like all right buddy we'll go outside we'll go for a just a walk down the the driveway and then on the yeah, county road out there. front and she was like okay because we got our new snow stuff because we haven't had snow until like today basically right it's just been cold or it I I will promise Harvey we're gonna go play in the snow it will snow and like New York City by the time we get breakfast you suited up outside, yeah it's gone it's just wet right yep. Uh, so we're walking down my parents' driveway, and Harvey wants to, like, play on the tire swing, and she's running around. <laughs> and it was, like like I said, negative 15 wind chill. We hit, the and the wind was at our back, and she turned around to go do something else and just whoosh, right in the face, and she just went, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a sharp knives, yeah. And I was like, no, I feel it. I have, like, a, a ice cream headache. And uh-huh. then she starts crying, and then the Freeze. wind, so she's just 
freezing in her nose. Right? <laughs> She's just like, I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Oh, God. oh, yeah. So she was like, fuck this. She was so mad at us. And we're like, we tried it. It's cold. It's but it was just cold. that like human cold. Like, and as we were driving home, because it was similar, like to answer your question on the way back, it had snowed again. So we kind of caught the tail end of the storm. We were actually driving. We were, we stayed in Des Moines the night of the uh, caucuses. Get out of here. I got to throw my vote in you for You didn't go caucus? Oh, for yeah. DeSant? Yeah, I put my purple post-it note down for old Ronnie DeSanti. That guy's fucking booby. Uh, booby. So we're driving through and I just was like, what the fuck? Like our fucking rugged fucking ancestors. Because I was like. Oh, could you imagine? Like my kid went stir crazy, and she had a house with TVs and yeah, yeah, toys and toys. Like just like you're in a sod fucking dugout with your three fucking kids in a fire, and it's negative fifteen, and all they have like, is the side of a log that they carve in, and then scrape off the carvings for a new clean for slate, a new car. Like it's like. Daddy, read me Shakespeare's histories, and that's like if you could read. Like imagine just you being a fucking if you had a book. Norwegian guy who just like I'd never learned to read. Uh-oh. All I do is break my back to break the soil. You're just sitting in a mud hole. Yeah, like, it was like I get whittling now. Like I get it. Oh yeah, you do. Or you yeah. just tell the weirdest, long, boring story. Like really. Put the perspective on old Little House on the Prairie, old Pig Bladder. I get it now. So I think they're talking about bringing back. Bringing it back? Yeah. AI Landis. Why not? <laughs> you can't bring How do you bring that? I guess you bring it back as one of the, with one of the daughters, right? I mean, would it, is it going to be like a sequel or are they just going to reboot the whole sucker? No, no. I think the cast is involved. Mm. So it is a so it has to be. You can't do it. So it's gonna be set in the teens, nineteen ten. Well, let's see. What was Little House on the Prairie? That was pre or post Civil War. I think it was post. I think it was like eighteen eighties. I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. So it would be like the night. It'd be nineteen Industrial Revolution. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So like, you could put it in the Dust Bowl. That's that's depressing enough. I know, right? Visit Paw's grave. Oh, pilot. On, That's on in the, the pilot. pilot right? Yeah, yeah, you do. And oh, it, are they gonna? They're selling the little house. I bet. That's the crux. That would be my season one. Over the under. Banks trying to take the little house. Paw's grave, a stone, wooden cross, actual oh, headstone, or the brick jaunty. in the ground. Oh no, one of those planks. Yeah. You know the plank headstone. Just straight up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. Carved in, backwards P, because I don't know who carved it. One of the duncier, wilder <laughs> sons. <laughs> he didn't have any sons, did they? He made a stepson. Did they have a... He, he did. did. He didn't have was, a uh, son. Played by um, Jason Bateman. No, it was not. Yeah, Jason Bateman's in Little House on the Prairie. He's the little son. Bull He's the baby brother. Shit. Look it up. It's him, yeah. I, I believe That's his, you. one of his first acting gigs like that's what got him in to do teen wolf 2 i hear him talk about you know the hogan family and all of that i've never no, he heard was him on mention that. little I, house on the prairie first as I, like a six-year-old 
I just heard him. I've been in the the depths of my like history podcast, but David Cross has a new podcast out. Oh yeah, it on Headgum, uh, over senses with David Cross. There's only like six. The first episode's him and Bob. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, fantastic. And it's like, and the second episode's him and Jason Bateman. It's it's phenomenal. It's just really good. It's seventy five percent just cutting back she- and forth, like improv, like. They're like him and Bob That's going off. Good on, for a road trip. Like, that yes, awesome. ending. Yes, ending is mag is is exactly what you That's would expect it to be. Awesome. They can just follow each other's cut, no problem. No, like they didn't skip a beat. Um, but Jason Bateman's on there, and that's a really funny episode too. Obviously, he's so funny. I had no idea. Now I can picture it. Of course, that's him. Yeah, he's a little toe-headed, fucking yeah, mo mo haircut. Probably dies of typhoid, typhoid eventually. I was going to say, yeah, what ditch does he die in? What lake does he fall through? I know that. I see, yeah, he was chasing a ball on the frozen, not-so-frozen lake, probably. I love this New York Cityers. New Yorkers are so dumb. They had to have a whole segment. So we've gotten three inches of snow. It's actually coming down now, but very minimal snow. But it yeah, got cold. Yeah. It froze. Mm-hmm. Um, They had to have a whole segment. The weather guy had a a thumbs up segment he was like oh damn i'm on hot tonight about how much ice you do need to walk on the east river like you can't <laughs> walk it was he was like this is it's how much like ice you frozen. need to you need three ice three inches of ice to even step on the ice and that is not moving bodies of water fucking river and then he's like you need this much ice to bring a bike on. You need this much ice to bring a snowmobile oh, on God and a structure you, and a truck. New York. And it was long. And I was like, oh, that's because people are a like. A truck? Yes. Yes. <laughs> just cut that segment out and let nature take its course. I was thinking that. I was like, how many people are just like, well, I guess I can walk on the river. It's, <laughs> it's snowing. And I'm not giving them the right affect, right? I'm, I'm giving them the bumpkin affect. Like us as bumpkins know you can't do that. It's oh, the bumpkins, yeah. ignorant city dwellers that have like right. that know- bumpkins fall in front of a subway train. Yes, which is dumb, but that's what we do. But New Yorkers are dumb in the cityites. Like, cityites are like it's frozen. It's cold. The water's frozen. That's how water. It, no, works. it's actually just cold. I I'm dying. I'm, I'm going dying. to Barney's, and then I'm gonna <laughs> walk on the East River. <laughs> Fucking Barney's bags. <laughs> splash, 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 splash. Just going slowly down and freezing to death. Oh, that's because funny. you're a New Yorker, you've committed. You're like, I told these rooms I was going to walk on the river. And you just go. <laughs> just just sink away as those Barney bags yeah. float on the surface. Bloop, bloop, bloop. We knew you. Oh, man. New Yorkers do it. So I committed. <laughs> now I'm dead. <laughs> I don't know why that's New York. Oh, man. Thing. Speaking of rooms. Yeah. These rubes yeah. added a rube to their... We got a dog yesterday. <gasps> no! As in yeah, good, dude. but that's su- surprising. Oh, yeah. uh, what'd you get? Uh, we got a golden doodle. Ooh, golden I'll send doodle. you pictures. It looks like a fake dog. Puppy or... Puppy, yeah. Uh, a little puppy golden doodle. Cute. Because we went name? when we were home, all of the dogs, my, my brothers had brought their dogs, so Harvey really, like, was taken to it and it's been a few months since uh we put wyatt down oh that we were like right. this spring on that drive we're like this spring we'll get a dog when it's nice we'll get a dog wow 
we'd always talked about getting like a pit bull. So Ash was doing research and she was just like, as much as we love that dog, there's a stigma and you can't take that dog places. And it's yeah. also could grow up to be a big dog, which also yeah. hinders travel, travel and that things stuff. like yeah. that. Yeah. So she was just looking and then she golden doodle came up as it's a hypoallergenic dog. They're mm. very kid friendly. Who um, has allergies? Anybody? Uh, Ash does just potentially for the potential. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, they don't shed a lot as yeah. well, which, Oh yeah. Come in. Oh, there she is. Ash oh. is bringing her in. It's, it's holiday. Doc holiday. The dog's name is doc holiday. Uh, oh yeah. But yeah, so we were we go in and meet the dog, and of course we're like, well, meet the dog means you're going to take it. Of course so, it does. Uh, was prepared for that, and then we're leaving, and like I said, this like busted old train Zam comes up, and classic Ohio creepy Rube guys like, hi, hello. He's like, hey, you know, I'm like my wife, my kid, and the new dog. I was like, kind of parked close, kind of stepping up close, yeah. And see him looking, and I was like, "What's up, man?" He's like, "How are you today?" And I'm like, "I'm good. What's up?" And he's like, "What'd you get?" I was like, "What? What dog did you get?" And I was like, "Oh, the dog that on the website was Kara." And he was like, "Oh, that's the one I want." Oh God, that's bizarre. <laughs> kind of stood there like kind of hat and handish, as if I'm going to be like. Oh, here you go. Ah, well, the Christian thing would be to give you the dog I just paid for. <laughs> and, like, he looked over to his, like, wife, and she was, like, hunched over in the chair. Like, I didn't know there was someone else in the car. And just, like, like scratching at the window almost. She had that look, like, that's my dog. Oh, that's really bizarre. You think they just know it with everybody? I don't. I think that we beat them by, we were there at 12, and they were there at 1230, so we were there's like that's the dog I wanted. I was like, well, there's her sister is in there, and she's also cute, same litter, and just. But we were expecting that dog. Oh my god! It's like, all right, buddy. And you know, so it's just this creepy, and I was like, well, you know, it's gonna be good. And he's like, it's supposed to snow, stay warm, and I was like, we will, <laughs> we will. I was like, he's still looking at us as we're pulling out. Like, I had a. He's gonna follow us home. That's uh, I had a. Two things happened to me, and it just reminds me of how awkward I am, and I should just keep my mouth shut. Or and and how Rubish is perfect, perfect right there with Rubes. Um, a lot of guys lately, because we have a lot of um, uh, illegal immigrants in New York. Mm -hmm. I think that's the proper term. If it's not, I'm sorry. Um, so and and the the city's fucked up. They they don't <laughs> allow people work permits unless they've been in the city for six months. So they come into the city, oh, shit. and okay. they're not allowed to fucking work, do anything. Yeah. So and so, how do you support a family? It's really kind of tragic. Not kind of. It's really tragic. So a lot of people have been just out. You just a lot of places you go outside of supermarkets, outside of retail stores. People just standing mm -hmm. outside. Just I need work. Right. I'll very. Do yeah. Just I need looking for a job. I need work. And uh, I was walking by a supermarket. And nobody, if you look at me, you go, well, I'm, there's no reason for me to ask him for anything. He's going to ask me for work, this guy. He's got sweatpants on. Anyways, a guy finally, I wasn't expecting it, just goes, hey, I need a job. And I go, well, I don't have any. And I kept walking. 
And I was like, why did I say anything? Like, but, uh, did I even use the right inflection? Like, I literally said it as though, like, oh, you know when somebody asks for a dollar? And you're like, oh, I just ran out. That's how right. I said it. Like, oh, I don't Fresh have any out. anymore. Fresh out of jobs. Only, only use my card. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I don't have any. Like, Sorry, just don't got away. none. I started laughing. I literally said it out loud. I think somebody laughed at me, and I was like, don't have any. Don't like, no any. shit you don't have no any. Don't have what are you talking about? You have the smallest bag of not groceries I've ever <laughs> yeah, seen. Of course right. you don't have a job. Oh, God. I don't even have a winter I... jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I did the same thing. I left the grocery store, and it was, a, it was just... And I put the note in my phone because I thought it was funny, and I was just like... It was one of those people like, hey, you registered to vote in Ohio. And I was like, uh-huh. Still hoofing. Uh, yep. Yeah. Over the shoulder. You got it. Do you want to sign this petition about gerrymandering? Uh, and I went, I know I'm good. You know, we had oh, enough. Yeah. Enough mandarin. And I got in the car. And I started laughing. And I was like, have you ever signed a petition that led to anything? Is it just no. like the old, like just the most antiquated way to like get my name phone number and address yes, it is absolutely a thousand percent never because it doesn't anything. go to the senate to end gerrymandering it goes to a data place that goes well i know his number and where he lives i already knew that anyways but here's 10 cents for all your work hard work i loved the thing that um they used to do down in the lower east side and it was uh it was you get a free lighter so it was cigarette companies like, hey, oh, do you like shit. cigarettes? The kid, it's illegal yeah. to hand out cigarettes. They go, you like cigarettes? Well, sign your name and email. Maybe you'll get some free cigarettes or something. Or free sign cigarettes. your name and email. And you get this free lighter right now. And uh, so they, they would always be outside pianos. And the only reason I didn't, because I'm a rube, sign up for that free lighter is because Trevor, Trevor Moore was like, mm-hmm. that's not a cigarette company. That is insurance companies. They get you to sign that. You're they, like, oh, they don't say, "Hey, do you want a free smoker?" They go, "Hey, are you a smoker? Hey, sign this. You get a free lighter." Right. And they go on the do not, and then you go on the list. So years from now, that's on the files of these big insurance companies. That years you from smoked now, at one when time. you die of who knows what, they'll be like mesothelioma. Yeah, from something like, else. No, you said on this insurance form that you weren't a smoker. In 2007, in 2007. You said you smoked. You said you smoked. So. Sorry, but that's a hell of a lighter. All for a free lighter. And I remember him telling me that in like slow motion looking all around me at all these, all these comedians lighting these lighters because <laughs> it was one of those, <sighs> the butane ones, you know? Oh, I remember bu- seeing I'm picturing like an old crappy no, neon purple Bic. No, like, it was one of like those nice. like it had like a cool like silver lighter <laughs> to get you to sign your name. Like you're a Roman gecko on fucking Wall Street smoking yeah, a Cuban Yes, cigar. exactly. Exactly. I'm going to light my um, hand-rolled American spirit with a butane. All right, what do you say? Uh, well, I was gecko? just going to say, it looks like I got to go out and shovel. For you got to walk the shovel. I gotta, and I got that beautiful metal shovel that's been shoveled so much that it only, it has a dip in the center. So when you oh, shovel, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah. when you shovel, you, you leave only a nice get ridge beside. You get a middle, <laughs> so you have to go back. So it's a lot of extra so you're doing shoveling. Twice as much shoveling. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'll just use this plastic one that 
is so pointless. It's it's just flimsy. I might as well be shoveling with a fly swatter. <laughs> but yeah, I literally have to go outside and shovel. Oh, the joys. Well, last year we're like, it's too bad the girls didn't get any snow this like, year. And now keep, already keep we got snow. snow on Tuesday. I'm like, fuck this shit. More work. But yeah. All right, All right shovel. Well, we love you and there's nothing you can do about it. That's right. Stay warm. Try stay warm, up. stay creamy. There we Find go. Find a nice creamy ice. Stay warm. Let's just not even <laughs> let's not even reference what that could possibly be a callback to. Stay warm, stay creamy. Stay creamy. There 2024. <laughs> Jerk practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah! Come on, Laura, relax! So some guys had a few drinks. Big deal. Well, maybe you're right. Nothing terrible has happened. Everybody party! You spoke too soon. Now come on, guys, there's a bevy of beauties over there just waiting to be swept off their doctor's shoulders. So what do you say, Bunsters? Let's dance! Well, okay. I'll break the ice. Harf! Crank up the music! It's time to do the Urkel! <laughs> Your knees and stick out your pelvis. I'm telling you, baby, it's better than ever. <laughs> now point your fingers up to the sky and talk through your nose way up high. Spin and dip and jump and go and finish it off with a. 